You know, if you take everything I've accomplished in my entire life and condense it down into one day, it looks decent. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Decent Show. We are here on episode 26. You guys are in uh, in luck. We have another instant classic here. Uh, we're going to be talking about Avengers Endgame. Reagan Horton and Ryan Money here. Reagan, how is it going? It's going good, dude. Going good. Yeah, hanging and banging. I've heard you've uh, seen this movie twice now, right? Yep, saw it yesterday. <sighs> now... We're going to be, you know, talking about uh, obviously uh, in game probably throughout the whole episode. We might talk about some other stuff before we really dive deep into it. But uh, finally, it's been here. I don't know how how long have we been waiting for this? I mean, when did you? I guess first did we did we know about in game during Infinity War? Like, did they the second they released the the next Avengers movie, we already knew it was going to be a two parter, right? Yeah, I, I know they were talking about it, but I never really paid honestly didn't pay attention to it because I was so hyped for Infinity War, I couldn't really get my focus like down the road i guess but i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i remember them talking about it like while they were because they filmed them back to back obviously yeah and this is i mean this has been 10 or 11 years in the making uh starting with iron man one and i was talking to my co-worker i think i spent like an entire lunch break you know (laughs) uh well it it was everybody else's lunch break, but since it was my half day, like I technically like work through lunch so that I can like leave at two instead of three. Uh, that's pretty much like what everybody does, but most people like get something to eat anyway. But anyway, him and I are like talking the whole time, like I'm not working. And I remember telling him how I was like, you know, when Iron Man first came out, I just thought it was just a superhero movie. Like I didn't, I, I didn't realize the magnitude behind like what was going to happen and like where we're at now like when iron man came out i treated it just like spider-man and um you know the old batman movies Mm um just treated it kind of like whatever like hey like somebody made a superhero movie they got robert downey jr to play him like it's it's, it's just is what it is yeah i had no idea that there was going to be this massive storyline with all these movies related to each other with all these actors all this all all of this i just had no clue i just thought it was a standalone superhero movie and now now we're here and i i can't believe it and sometimes i want to go back and rewatch like iron man one and just kind of like see the beginning of it because it's crazy how much time has flown by because i keep thinking they look the same and then you like see their old photos and it's like holy cow like yeah like <laughs> this has been a long time coming so especially like some of the like the women i guess like they look really different because they've changed like hairstyles and like all this other stuff like i mean tony's looked the same pretty much but like he's like his face has gotten like a lot. Obviously, he's aged. Yeah. And I I don't know if they keep doing it to like make her keep looking hot or if they just keep finding <laughs> different ways to make her look hot. But like ScarJo is like I, I remember when like they first casted ScarJo, like 
I feel like she was she had been hot, like she had already been like a celebrity, been attractive. And when they got her in Avengers, it was like, oh yeah. But I felt like that was kind of like the waning, the waning years of her hotness. Like you know, it was kind of <laughs> like the, um. Almost like the Kardashians in a way, like uh, I guess like whichever one's fat now, like it was just nice. like, yeah, <laughs> it was just like waning. Like people were caring less and less, and I don't know. She's managed to like stay hot every movie, and it's it's amazing. But because uh, <laughs> um, I don't even know how old she is now. Like she like approaching forty or something at this point. I feel like she's got to be forty. I mean, like I just as long as I've known her as an actress, like early two thousands, I've like seen her in movies. So. She's got to be 40. Well, good for her. Um, so, yeah. Well, before we dive deep into uh, everything that we love and maybe are confused about or – because I don't have too many complaints. I mean, I have a couple, like, I guess complaints or things that you can probably explain to me and I'll be okay with uh, with Avengers. But before we get there um, – 35. She's 35. She's 35. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I just had to – had to get I that thought she was older than that. But yeah, no, she looks. Oh well, yeah, I mean, she. I don't know. She's always looked hot. I just thought she was older than that. But no, that's good. Um, so I've been thinking about Shazam just because I've been seeing. Uh, I've seen some tweets now and then, uh, you know, like involving The Rock, and I totally forgot that The Rock was supposed mm-hmm. to be involved uh, with Shazam as Black Adam, a villain, right? Yeah. So, do you know, like, what happened there? Is it one of those to where, like, Black Adam, The Rock, should have been the villain in the Shazam movie, but they couldn't make it work, so they had to make a different movie, and maybe that's why it wasn't as good? Or is he supposed to be in the sequel? Like, what what kind of happened there? I, th- I completely forgot about it. Well, it's your classic DC bullshit, where basically, um, like, this was a long time ago, there was just supposed to be a Black Adam movie before there was ever a Shazam movie. Um, oh, okay. Uh, he was set up a long time before Zachary Levi, who's the guy who plays um, the superheroes, Shazam. Like he was supposed to be like the one in it, and uh, people were speculating that he was actually going to play both roles because like both characters kind of look like they're supposed to be kind of copies of each other. So he would play both the good guy and the villain, and people were like, "That's going to be nuts because the Rock's going to be fighting himself." Like, yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, like he and the Rock like tweeted out pictures and stuff, and like just somewhere along the line they scrapped it i guess and somehow they're still acting like it's going to happen but i mean if if you're asking me it's not because shazam's like successful but it's not like blowing just it's not just like blowing people away it's not like just making up billions of dollars like it's just it's not doing what it should be it's not doing enough to where i think it'll get some momentum because i feel like a long time ago um back when like probably right when like batman vs superman came out like like the dc hype was at an all-time high and like everyone was trying to get in and like it seemed like such a good idea well, let's get the rock you know like marvel doesn't have the rock let's get the rock he's such like a big seller and i feel like since then he has both him and dc have both taken a sort of a dive i guess in terms of popularity because the dc movies have sucked and the rock has been in pretty shitty movies recently so i think they're both kind of just not communicating in anymore i i would bet like I'll, i would bet a pretty good amount of money that it's just never going to happen which is a shame because it's another one of those like hearing about the batman movie we've heard about it for so long but it'll probably never happen i mean they'll probably make a batman movie but it, it's not going to be with ben affleck now and who knows if it'll be with this director or whatever yeah so okay well i appreciate that yeah cause I, I just completely 
I don't know why I never I was never um, clear on the details just because I've never followed uh, Shazam a whole lot. Didn't really know anything about Black Adam. I just remember they're like, yeah, The Rock's going to be like in a superhero movie. And then it took me forever to realize that he was going to be the villain. And I was like, well, that sounds really dope. And then, yeah, uh, just completely forgot that it was supposed to be Shazam. And then obviously Shazam is coming gone. And um, so, yeah, I, I just thought I'd ask about that. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. They're probably not going to happen. And. It's probably for the best just because, I don't know, Shazam wasn't that good, and I don't know if The Rock would save it or if it would just be another case of The Rock making a bad movie tolerable, but it's still a bad movie, so you're not you know, not satisfied with it. Yeah, I think um, that uh, if it had made Aquaman type of money, like if it had come out and made a billion dollars, like Aquaman made so much money. If it had been that case, then I think it would have probably happened, but I, I almost doubt we're going to get a sequel to it, Shazam, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they, I mean, because again, I think I said it last episode. They set it up for a sequel, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do a sequel. And um, we haven't even gotten a Superman sequel, so exactly. And then it kind of got me thinking too. I, I uh, Shazam kind of thinking about Shazam got me thinking about Venom too, and how they like set up a sequel and they probably won't make it, or if they do, like it'll probably still stink. And I, I was kind of thinking how Shazam and Venom are both very comparable um and the fact that like the characters are pretty cool like it's got a lot of potential and it just doesn't doesn't deliver uh whatsoever and we've actually had some fan uh interaction on uh, youtube about shazam <laughs> uh shout out amy mcleod or uh whatever your uh, her name was uh, she <laughs> has subscribed so now we have uh at least like seven people on there uh blowing up. that's amazing blowing uh, up blowing up yeah um like Hiroshima out here, and she said that, um, what did she say? She's like, oh, yeah, I, like, subscribed, and I thought Shazam was brilliant, by the way, and it's like, well, hopefully you subscribe and go listen to the episode, because we did not think Shazam was brilliant, so. Um, I, you know, I guess I was, I'm hoping it was just like, yeah, this is my opinion, like, you know, that's that's hmm. fine, you know, that's fine. But actually, you brought up Venom, like, there's a, there's, they're opposites, because the critics love Shazam, and it made and money whereas most people didn't like venom but somehow it still made like a lot of money so they are going to make they probably are going to make a venom sequel because they got woody harrelson to be in there and i think they've yeah. already started filming it or maybe if they haven't they're going to start soon yeah no i see and that's probably just because venom's a cooler and more well-known character true uh so that makes sense which one do you think is better well that's what i don't get i can't believe the critics like shazam um which one do I think is better? I, man, I would say it's a toss-up. Uh, it's so tough to pick. I, I would kind of lean towards Shazam just because it's more fun, mm-hmm. um, and just a little slightly more enjoyable. Uh, but in terms of like action and like character coolness, gotta give the nod to Venom. But if I had to like, like you know, if you're gonna choke me to death with a movie, I, I guess <laughs> I'll like pick Shazam. I feel like that'd be a little easier to tolerate but yeah both both uh both very good letdowns for sure nice nice all right um <laughs> is there anything else you want to get into before we talk about avengers uh yeah just a shout out that we're recording this episode on may the 4th so may the 4th be with you uh, um i executed order 66 and watched uh revenge of the sith it only took me it's about a two hour and 20 minute movie and it took me about three or four hours to watch it um but <laughs> I got it done. I uh, just kept taking breaks 
kept getting interrupted, but uh, definitely enjoyable. Uh, probably my definitely my favorite of the prequels. I'm gonna try to um, watch more Star Wars after this. I mean, obviously the Rockets game is gonna have like precedent over everything, but I might have like uh, both on. Yeah, I might have them both on. Have Rogue One in the background. I'm gonna try to watch uh, Rogue One and at least Episode Five and Six. Um, I don't have. I don't have Last Jedi, but I think that's on Netflix now too, huh? Yeah, it is. I might watch that again too. I might skip episode seven just because I've seen it enough times. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that. I mean, of course, there's only yeah of all the new Star Wars, like the new like four Star Wars movies they've made. I've seen episode seven the most, so I'm kind of Solo's on there too. I think good on that. Good on Solo. Don't need that shit. And um... <laughs> so over Anakin, I have the high ground. Yeah, I just wanted to. Oh, that's the other thing too is we have a bunch of like not a bunch, but we had quite a few like Star Wars weddings today. A lot of people getting married today are Star Wars fans. Go figure. And so we have a couple of DJs uh, doing like you know ceremony entrances and bridal entrances to you know like Star Wars Imperial March. And that's then, pretty you know, sick. Yeah. So I uh, got a few of those. Um, I I think. I want to say Kyle has one. I'm not for sure. I know he, I know somebody else does and another person does. I can't remember if Kyle had one or if he was just telling me about another person that had one. But yeah, definitely some Star Wars weddings out there. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I definitely like whenever somebody told me that, I was like, oh man, I can't believe today's May the 4th. I completely forgot about that. And it's a Saturday. Like what a perfect excuse to, to try to watch Star Wars all day. And it's been enjoyable. I, I always forget how political the prequels are. Like they're really. The Senate uh, and like. The Republic. Chancellor, yeah. Yeah, and like the democracy and overthrow and, you know, they, they kind of talk about politics quite a bit. And at first I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of cool. Like it kind of helps like drive the plot a little bit. And then it gets kind of muddied because to me, like Republic, Senate, and democracy, like I feel like the way they use those words, they sometimes mean the same thing. Yeah, they use them interchangeably. Yeah, they use them interchangeably, and then other times they don't mean the same thing, and they don't use them interchangeably, like they're separate things. So I, I don't know, it kind of pisses me off. I don't get what's going on there. So, do you have any, I guess, like Star Wars thoughts or comments or any anything going on in your world? No, just like I said, I'm because uh, we were talking about like just the potential of the prequels. Like I hope someone can, because the potential potential is you're starting from scratch and you can do whatever you want. Really, I mean, they have to end in a certain place, but they can begin wherever you want it. And like, there's a lot of potential in there, and I'm just ready for them to, you know, take another swing at it and not necessarily be tied to movies that came out like 30 years ago. Like, I'm I'm really ready for that. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully with the Disney streaming service between I don't know if they're going to make movies or TV shows or just any of the content they make. Yeah, hopefully they pursue other. Um, facets of the Star Wars universe. I mean, because I don't know, I didn't realize how many Star Wars books there are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously there's countless fan fiction. And I mean, I've never watched any of the other shows, but I know some of the shows kind of follow like different storylines or things like that. So I don't know. I kind of want to get into some of that. But yeah, and I saw more info on episode nine and. Um, they did kind of confirm that, you know, Ray's going to be a little bit more explained. Um, and then it just uh, kind of, I mean, it kind of touched on all the stuff that we already touched on about how, you know, they're going to bring Lando back. Somehow Leia is going to be in there briefly. Um, and, you know, the Emperor's back somehow. We'll see what happens there. And then apparently Harrison Ford might be back as Han Solo. So I guess they're going to bring a ghost to him back or I don't get how that's going to work. But hmm, interesting. Yeah. Nope. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. 
So are we ready for a little uh, little end game? A little uh, we're in the end game now. Yeah, we are gonna spoil it. So hopefully no one gets it ruined for them. Like heavy spoilers. Yeah, heavy. I think didn't uh, the Russo brothers? I think uh, they, like the all of the Avengers world has been pretty active on Twitter, and I think they I saw like an article basically saying that they're gonna lift the spoiler ban like in a couple of days or like a week, and they're basically saying like if you haven't seen it by now, like sorry about you. Yeah. But people spoiling it anyway. I've heard on Twitter people are just going in the comment section and, you know, yeah, tweeting the assholes. biggest spoilers, random things. Yeah. And people put like, they've like put like illegal videos like on YouTube and stuff, but like I reported them. Like every time I seen it, I report it. Cause I'm like, that's so <laughs> fucked up. Like, a legal know. video of what? Of just like scenes from the movie that spoil it. Oh, okay. Um, nice. So yeah, let's, let's get right into it. Just whatever you want to say. Anything's fair game. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? No, nah, you go ahead. Okay. So I saw it on uh, Tuesday night uh, at like um, an auditorium, uh, like a Cinemark that doesn't have luxury lounger yet. So it's like the old seating, just mm. like, you know, regular seats, no reserved. Um, and so it's like a three hour movie. I don't know how, but I made it through the whole movie without having to take a bathroom break. And mm-hmm. my ass was hurting from sitting for so long. <laughs> And I really had to pee. And so I um, can't believe I made it. But, yeah, the movie at first, my initial thoughts the whole time. I mean, I was just so excited. Obviously, I've heard nothing but, oh, my God, this is the best movie ever. This changes my opinion on movies. What an epic movie. Um, And I was trying not to let that hype, like, bog me down, you know, because I knew it was going to be an epic movie. I just didn't want it. I was just I was already tired of the uh, this is the greatest movie ever comments just because mm. I wasn't ready to put it there until I saw it. And yeah, I yeah. An we, unbiased opinion. We talked about it last time. Like, we were like, just let's just see this damn movie. Like we're tired of hearing about it. Exactly. So saw it and I'll be honest, sitting in the theater like you're excited the whole time. You're just wondering what's going to happen next. And, you know, when they do – so I can say anything I want, right? All spoilers. Whatever you want. So as soon as they chopped Thanos' head off, I thought the same thing that everybody else thought. Like, what, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. What is the rest of the movie going to be about? Um, it was like so, literally five minutes into. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, huge moment. Like, what is the rest of the movie going to be? And then – after that, like, it keeps going, and aside from them chopping Thanos' head off, and I'm sure I'm forgetting other moments and uh, that you're probably going to fill me in on just because you've, you've seen it twice, but, like, I just felt the first hour was kind of boring and kind of slow, and it made me really nervous mm-hmm. um, that, you know, not a whole lot was kind of happening in the first hour. It was a lot of talking. It was a lot of getting people together and trying to figure out what we're going to do, which, again, makes sense. they got to set up the story, but it was just kind of boring, and so I was – like, man, this movie doesn't need to be three hours long. Like, they could, you know, kind of speed this up a little. Like, let's get going. Mm-hmm. But then it just kept going, and it was epic. And so first, like, little problem that I have that, again, I don't have, like, it's not – it doesn't ruin the movie for me. But when it, when they first reveal the fact that it's going to involve time travel, mm-hmm. I was very, like, disappointed. Like, as soon as – they chop Thanos' head off and they start going, well, how are we going to get this fixed? What are we going to do? And it's basically like, ooh, I have like this. And they're like, oh, like a time machine? Well, mm-hmm. no, it's more like, uh, yeah, it's a time machine. Yeah, I've like, read. So, yeah, so like, it was funny. But at the same time, I'm like, really? Like, come on, man. Like time travel. And then they're comparing it to, you know, Back to the Future, Hot Tub Time Machine, all these other time travel movies. 
Die Hard. And Die Hard, yeah. And not a time travel movie. <laughs> it's funny. That was all funny, but I was like, man, I don't want a time travel movie. It just seemed like such a cop out. It seems like such a weak like plot point, and they're already saying how all these other movies have done it. And I was just like, man, like really? But they made it work. And so they made it work, and there's really no other way to do it because it did make sense, the fact that you know Thanos got what he wanted, so he made it to where it couldn't be undone. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the plot, like it really it makes sense. It's totally fine, but at first I kind of had a beef with like the time travel stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of keeps going from there. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too long. So, what 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 do you think? I guess uh, based on like what I've said, or some of your initial thoughts, or it's really three movies, honestly. Like it's okay. it, the first one. The first part is like build up and characters and just like just hopelessness, basically. And then like the second part of the movie is like just like a heist. And then like the third part is literally just like nonstop action, like. All like basically just conclusions and like wrapping everything up and and just epic battle scenes like so it's like three separate movies, which is kind of jarring I guess because it's it just each part of it feels so different. But honestly, like yeah, I uh, I was kind of nervous too because it was it was very slow after they chopped Thanos's head off. Um, yeah. But like I don't know, I still like really liked it just because I I liked how. Because, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I never saw anything about this movie, never saw any trailers or anything, but I was always of the mind that, you know, they're going to fix it. Like, there's, they're going to bring people back. I don't know who's going to die. I don't know what's going to go on, but I know that, that, that it's not going to end like this. Yeah. But I thought it was nice that, you know, because um, in, like, most superhero movies, like, even sequels to superhero movies or maybe movies in general, like, the ball just starts rolling immediately. Like, you just start, you know things start getting fixed wheels are in motion for so long and like things just start getting better immediately even if the bad guy wins or succeeds like there's just automatically a plan in place i liked how they just sort of were taking their time and it, and it almost made me think for a second i was like are they really just not going to have a way to like figure this out because like um because i never again i never saw any of the trailers so i was like is thanos really in this movie for like five seconds and is it what like what is the rest of this movie gonna be about? So I was like, I was getting nervous about that, but I also liked how just I don't know I liked the delivery of <coughs> of how like slow it was. I guess like it was slow, but I liked how like the five years later, like what a like punch to the gut that was, and then just like yeah. everyone's depressed, everyone's like has no idea what to do, like they're still trying to figure shit out. Like um, <laughs> shout out to Hawkeye, he's freaking. Can't believe they made him cool. Honestly, I can't believe they made it hit. Like they finally gave that character something to do and something worthwhile, and like made him better, basically. Yeah. Um, which I feel like they've been trying to do from since the get go, but it's like they finally did it like really well done in this movie. Um, there, that that is the other action scene is he goes to Tokyo and like fucks up all the yakuza. Um, yeah, who are that, the yakuza? That what do you mean the yakuza? Who are they? The Yakuza are like uh, j- uh, Japanese uh, gangsters. And how do you know their name? The Yakuza is just a common term, like the cartel, like the. Oh, okay. The Never mob. heard it. The mob, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, there's ga- I think there's games that are literally just called Yakuza. Yakuza. I see them on like the PlayStation Store. But yeah, basically, like yeah, and there's a line in there where um, War Machine's like, yeah, it's it's um it's Barton. He's like, you know, he's out there. They 
they found like 50 bodies of like uh, of cartel. cartel. Yeah. yeah, and they never got a shot off. And it's like, hmm, I wonder that she was like, yeah, it could be anyone. Is like, you know, it's not. And then she's like, yeah, I know. Like, I just, I don't want to, I don't even want to find him, basically. Like, he's so messed up mentally. He's just, he's sort of doing good, but he's doing it in just a straight-up assassin mentality. Yeah. Like, he's not even, like, bringing people to justice. He's just killing the shit out of them. And I did like his line where he's like, um, the, the Yakuza mob boss guy is like, yo, like. Why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing this? And, like, half the world got, like, Thanos and you get me, basically. I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. Um. So, yeah, and I liked how the movie began, uh, like, the very beginning where it just begins with his family because I I kind of thought, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, like, his family survived the snap. Yeah. But then, like, it just takes them all away. Like, again, it just does, like, a good job, like, setting the stage for, like, this is, like, really hopeless. Everyone's pretty, like, pretty upset that, you know, no one's alive anymore. Or, <laughs> they, or like, no one they, they care about is alive anymore, I guess. But yeah, dude, I don't know. I thought I thought the first act was slow for sure, but then like, I don't know. That's that's sort of the end of my complaints. I, I have another one, but we'll get to it at the I, the very end. Um, okay. Any other things you want to say? I got a lot to say, so I don't know. I just I feel like we might we should go back and forth, so I don't have to yeah. talk for like thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I agree with you on Hawkeye. I was really glad they made him uh, made him cool, like you said, because I've always liked Jeremy Renner as an actor. Mm. I don't know why. I just I, I like him. He's got a since he's got SWAT, a good face. really. Yeah, I've like yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've liked him since SWAT um, for sure. I liked him so much in that movie. I guess I've just liked everything since. Um, I never saw like Hansel and Gretel, but um, and he's got a couple other movies I haven't seen. But like I don't know, he was pretty cool in like the Bourne movie. Um, I've always liked him as Hawkeye, and so I was glad that, yeah, like you said, they made him more useful, they made him cool. I, I was a little confused, uh, but I guess, like you said, he just went psycho and, like, missed his family, so he was just gonna fill the void by killing everybody that he could get away with killing, um, you know, since he had nothing left. So, and the, the other thing, too, is, like, I feel like, um, based on, like, the vibes I was reading in the movie theater, like, you know, Hawkeye basically was like the hot guy in this movie, uh, yeah. aside from Captain America. He like he had to replace Thor as uh, the hot guy because like literally, dude, like audible gasp and like vaginas dropping when they show <laughs> Thor fat. Like literally, dude, every chick in the theater was like, oh, oh, man. And you were laughing oh, your ass off. Laughing my ass off. At dude. them or at the movie? Both. Like <laughs> literally both. Like you've never – like, it was just amazing. Like, you knew every chick in the theater was disappointed. Like, literally, Laney boners were, like, snapped in half. Like, it was insane. Um, so I thought that was hilarious, and that kind of just brings me to Thor in general. Um, I don't know how I feel. Like, I really loved the fact that he was so funny and so different in this movie. Mm-hmm. But it was such a serious movie. It was kind of off. Like, there's so, there's such high stakes. Hmm. It was kind of off-putting having him literally be fat in the Big Lebowski, like, the whole movie. <laughs> like, I don't know. At, at some point in the movie, you just assumed he was going to, like, do some push-ups, get in shape again, yeah. and start, like, kicking ass. And still having maybe funny one-liners, but, like, I just didn't think he was going to be, like, a fat drunk, like, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was hilarious, but at the same time, I was like, man, can he, like, not be fat and, like, get serious here? Like, this is, like, the real deal, but... He, he did get serious, I guess. He just kind of stayed fat. It was kind of funny, like, seeing him in his, like, cool outfit. But, <laughs> With like, a gut. He's, yeah, he's like, 
And he's like taking, you know, the big uh, Stormbreaker. He's like, yeah, I'll take Stormbreaker. Like you take the, oh, like Captain America having the hammer. That was like the biggest boner moment like ever. Yeah. I think I'm jumping in, but, um, so I guess I should jump back. Then the Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Um, I, Gamble brought this up and it's kind of a good point, kind of a cinema sins moment. So at the end of Ant-Man 2, uh, when he gets stuck in the quantum realm because everybody on the outside turns to dust, that van is on top of a roof. And then five years later, it's in a storage shed and he gets freed by a rat. So we kind of have a problem with all of that. Like who moved the van from the roof to wherever it was at? Like who moved it? And if they did, like, they didn't fuck with it at all, like a huge time machine van. Like they didn't, you're like not even time machine van, but like a quantum realm van. Like whatever's going on with that thing, like somebody moved it. And, and if they did move it, then they just didn't stay consistent with where the van is located. And then the fact that he got freed by a rat after five years was kind of, I guess, like annoying, but it's kind of like a quick like cop out. And then he's back and. I'm a little like he was they showed him acting like a little goofy, but like I'm surprised his mind wasn't a little more melted. Like the way they talk about the quantum realm and about your mind melting and it messing with you and this and that. Like, how did the mom last 30 years in there? And how did Paul Rudd last five years in there? They both come out and they're essentially fine, except for the mom has like healing powers now. Yeah, they've never really explained that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's just the way it is for some reason. Like it. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Me- it messes with you, but it doesn't mess with you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's just like we got to get him out of there. He's got to get yeah. freed. How much time do you want to spend on this? Because like, yeah, we could make something a little bit more feasible. I don't know. Just the fact that me, like, it took five years. Like, if it had taken like a week or something, and a rat would have done it, I think it's a little bit worse because the odds of that are even slimmer than I guess five years because I mean it took five years for anything to even happen so I don't know I guess that's enough time for me to be like well yeah I guess I mean after five years something it I mean it doesn't have to be a rap but it's literally something would happen to where like it would kick him out of there someone would hit a button or something yeah no and I I agree with that part of it like the five years thing made it a little bit more tolerable but I I still don't get you know who moved the van but it's a minor thing so Ant-Man's back and then uh, the other thing I had a problem with is uh, Captain Marvel. I honestly had I, – I just – I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Maybe uh, seeing it a second time might help me. But like I, don't know, I feel like we put – they made the Captain Marvel movie. They like introduced this character, get it set up like right before Endgame. Uh-huh. They show that post credit scene like she's going to be a big help. She has like that – that first scene in the beginning with Thor where she's like there and she's like, I'm going to go kill Thanos. And you know, Thor's like, yeah, I like this kick. And I'm like, yeah, like, <clears throat> cause also at the beginning of the movie, I just assumed it would take place in the present and future. I didn't see any spoilers either either. So I just assumed the whole movie was going to take place in the present and future. They're going to be fighting Thanos and they needed Captain Marvel because of her strength. Like she was going to be that X factor against Thanos since he has all these infinity stones. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. And so the way the movie, you know, unfolded, like it just didn't happen the way I thought it would at all. Like, obviously, we do time traveling. A lot of it takes place in the past. Uh, And Captain Marvel is like almost not involved in any of it. Um, Like she has a couple of clutch moments. But like other than that, like she's barely in the movie, which kind of just like pissed me off. I don't know. Like, why did we introduce her? Why did we do all this hassle to get her there? And then they like and she's super hot and they like barely use her. Like we barely see her. Like, I don't. 
I don't know. I, I, I didn't like that. And it just didn't, it didn't go the way I thought it would. And she just wasn't in the movie a lot. I don't know how you feel about that. If you like, even like somewhat agree, like it doesn't ruin the movie. It's just kind of confusing to me. Like it's almost, I just feel kind of cheated. Well, to me, like, especially with the way the movie ends, like, I get the feeling that most of, except for maybe Thor, of the original Avengers are, like, never going to come back. Exactly. So to me, I'm like, give them as much screen time as possible. Like, this is their last show, whereas, like, I'll probably see, I'll see her, like, a bunch more times because her movie was massively successful and a lot of people liked it and... It's you know they it's a Marvel's only female superhero at this moment, so it's like you know I don't know I, I kind of just I don't know I kind of didn't really care I kind of liked that honestly because that really was that's one of my favorite things about it was that it like even if even like me not seeing the trailers and like you you saw the trailers right yeah sort of yeah sort of yeah so like. There, but even not, like, you have some sort of way of thinking about where this is going to go. Like, okay, they're going to introduce Captain Marvel, so, like, we're going to, you know, she's going to be very integral and, like, she's going to be, like, the thing that gets them over the edge or something like that. And I liked how, basically, throughout the movie, they were like, here's your expectation and we're going to throw it out the window, basically. Like, you're, ne- you're not going to be able to guess what happens next. Like, I like how they did that with, you know, Tony, like, sees his dad and... You know, Cap finally gets the hammer, and uh, when he gets in the elevator, like in Winter Soldier, like they mimic that same scene, and like he, the guy, like gets his gun out, and it's like, oh shit, we're about to see another like action scene or whatever, and he just like, like he does a smart thing, and he's just like hail Hydra, which was like, what the fuck, that's so like awesome, and then uh, I don't know, just like stuff like that, where I, I liked how just unpredictable it was, but yeah, yes. I kind of I kind of get not want like wanting more of her in the movie, but I. Also, I don't want more of her in place of anyone else, basically. No, <laughs> any, and, that, and any of the people that I'm... are alive at the beginning of the movie, you know, I, I'd like yeah. them over. I think Black Panther and like I don't know other, other characters that I don't like as much, but like other, well, maybe Nebula, but like I don't know, just like everyone else, I liked as much. Like yeah. I was like, give me as much as possible, because like, I think that's like what's really good is like more than any other movie. I feel like every character had like some progression and they made each character more interesting, which they already liked them a lot. So like, that's impressive that they did that except for yeah. maybe, maybe rocket. They didn't really do much with him. He was pretty much just there to be funny. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, um, I'm not a big fan of Nebula, but they definitely progressed her a lot. And she was like super important, mm-hmm. super useful throughout the movie. But I just, I don't, I don't like her, but at the same time, I did like the way they used her and I liked her role in the movie. And I agree with everything you said about Captain Marvel. It's just, it was just, it's just kind of perplexing. But again, at the same time, like you said, she's the newest one. She's got more movies coming. Uh, you know, definitely, you know, pay homage to, to Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. You know, the, the guys that have been there that got this thing started. Uh, but yeah, it looks like Thor is there to stay. It looks like Thor is going to join the Guardians of the Galaxy, which to me awesome. is like, so awesome. Yeah, it's so dope. I hope he's in Guardians 3. Uh, we'll dive into that in a second because I got something to say about that. But uh, just to kind of finish the point about Captain Marvel. Um, <clears throat> yeah, she just – because again, I, I agree with what you're saying. The only reason why it just kind of bothers me is, again, the fact that she was just introduced. I thought she was going to be the X Factor. And like you said, I, I also do appreciate the fact that I assume this one thing and 
it's the exact 180. Like, I'm kind of glad that, you know, it wasn't that cut and dry, like predictable. Uh, so like, I agree with you on that point. It's just, she's so powerful. And this is like the highest stakes we've seen in the universe yet. And like, she's not there. That's the only thing that bothers me. It just doesn't make sense. Like, it, again, I don't want to sacrifice anybody else's screen time, like you said. And, you know, I, and obviously those characters are great. And like, I don't want her to take away from somebody else. But like, in terms of like a strategy standpoint and like the superheroes, like, if I were like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, ScarJo, like all those people, I'd be like, yo, where the hell is Captain Marvel? Like, where's this big cat? Like, we need, we need her powers. Like this, I don't know, shit's gotten real. Like, I don't know, she's just very useful. So it just kind of was confusing because they don't really say where she's at or what she's doing. Like, what could be more important than what they're doing right now? But at the same time, it's the whole universe, it the they, you know? Yeah, yeah, so um it's whatever so yeah we, we've covered that uh what else what else you got what's going on what's going down that kind of leads me to the next point is like how do you feel about them addressing your two of your biggest complaints uh basically like where has she been all this time they talk about that how do you feel about yeah, that? that was yeah that was good um i mean it was super brief which i guess is fine they don't have to harp on it because it's already a three-hour movie but it'll probably be uh, other movies honestly honestly like i bet a lot of movies take place in that five-year gap yeah and, wait, what five-year gap? Between when they kill him and when Ant-Man is taken out of the thing. You, what are they gonna? What's gonna be in that five-year gap? Like it'll be like, what is Captain Marvel doing right now, or like uh, what okay. is? Yeah, stuff like that. Well, and they'll probably make movies on what she was doing the whole time the rest of the storyline was happening, everything True. leading up to Infinity War, because she was gone that whole time. She mm -hmm. was gone from like the nineties till now. Um, or whatever it was. But yeah, um, I, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, I guess they kind of had to because they're like, yeah, like, where the fuck you been? She's like, well, there's other galaxies that need saving and they don't have you guys. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like, that covers that. So. And then my other well, point is what, what, how do you feel about them finally killing off uh, ScarJo? Finally killing off ScarJo. Because um, you were always like, dude, like, I hate how she's always in the battle and she's just a regular human. She should not be there. Yeah. And she's uh, not there and they found a yeah. way to make her useful but not i don't know yeah useful but not like in a situation she should never survive in yeah i, I don't know I, you, I feel like a lot of my complaints are always like cinema sin related i'm just mad that it doesn't really make sense but at the same time like i guess i didn't necessarily want scar joe gone because like she's hot and she kicks ass but like um i i did appreciate the fact that she was more useful in this movie you know she was they kind of had her playing a role that made sense. You know, she's been around the longest, so she's kind of helped coordinate and she's kind of helping find a way to rescue. And, you know, she's just kind of leading the way. She's not necessarily like fighting and doing shit because she's a human. So like, she's basically the most useless. So that, that was good. And then, uh, yeah, they made her really useful. Um, and then, you know, by her like going on that mission because like her the second her and hawkeye start walking up that thing i just look at gamble and i was like one of them's gonna die mm -hmm. and he's like what do you mean i was like well that's the only way to get the stone like we've already seen that like one of them's about to die and he mm -hmm. goes fuck man like don't ruin it for me and i was like again like we already know this but you know. <laughs> um so i was like man like the whole time we're like the whole time that scene's happening him and i are kind of like whispering like debating which one is it going to be because you know we didn't know and that's and the they play with it too because like they they yeah. both are fighting for each other yeah and which is also really risky because they both almost die um which would have been ironic um 
And so, again, yeah, it was really good. And that's what I liked about this movie is it kept me guessing. You know, everybody kind of goes on their different mission and you just kind of forget, like, you know, who's going for the Soul Stone? Like, oh, shit, they sent them for the Soul Stone? Like, that's... Mm -hmm. They do a really... I noticed my second time, they do, like, a really good job of it because whenever they're briefing them on, like, all right, these are where the stones are, like, in their meeting, they, like... They talk about the first two. They talk about like New York, and they talk about um, the like where Thor is going, basically. And they like briefly just mentioned like, oh yeah, and there's one on uh, Vormir, which is where the Soul Stone is, like real quick. And they like just yeah. brush it over, and then they they show um, Scarlett Johansson and like uh, Jeremy Renner getting the spaceship, and they're like laughing like, oh man, like this is far far from Budapest or whatever. And then, like, they go, like, 30 to 45 minutes without ever showing them again. They wait until, like, the end of the heist, and then they show them again. So, like, they they try to make you forget about because I honestly didn't think about it at first. Like, I, it, I, like, registered it, but I didn't think about, like, oh, shit, like, one of them has to die. Exactly. And so I really appreciated that. And then the fact that she died, I mean, it was really sad. And, um, I mean, obviously this movie was full. Like, I couldn't believe how funny this movie was. I didn't expect it to be this funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I did expect it to be this sad. And um, so that was a really sad moment. Uh, but again, it like made her, um, you know, serve a purpose. And I feel like, not that this sounds kind of dickish, but in terms of strategy, like, yeah, she, she's probably the ideal person to die. Cause she Hawkeye, does at least, yeah. yeah her or Hawkeye, honestly. That's pretty smart that they send them. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Hawkeye's, you know, I guess out the game at this point by the end of the movie. I mean, they kind of, they kind of tie up the storylines to like we said, where it looks like Thor is the only one that's going to stick around because Pretty it much. looks like Hawkeye is going back to the family. Captain America is now old. Uh, Tony RIP. And then Hulk is uh, just kind of being a scientist. And I think he's, I don't know. He looks really messed up in the end of the movie. How so? I mean, his whole entire right side of his body is really that's messed right. up. That's right. But he could heal from that. He is a freaking monster. So who knows? Well, let's talk about Hulk real quick now that you brought him up. Because um, I had some problems with him. I do kind of like the fact that he's like – Finally um, gotten to the point where like – They're together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that makes it better. Uh, it just makes the character a little bit more convenient because you can understand him. But yet he gets to be Hulk the whole time. You don't have to deal with him being a boring human. Like he gets to – you get to be like, hey, there's the Hulk. You know, at any moment he can punch something. So that's always nice to have. But then he's also smart and you can understand him talk. So, like, I appreciate the convenience of that, but at the same time, to me, it was almost another movie. Well, I, mean, I, I feel like it's been forever. Like, Infinity Wars, I guess, is just that epic. I feel like it's been multiple movies, but I forget. He does a little bit in Ragnarok, but it's more towards the beginning. But basically, it's just another movie where Hulk, to me, is kind of underused. Like, uh. he's just he's kind of boring. Like, he doesn't really do anything. Like, he doesn't really do anything in Infinity War or this movie. Um, he fights in the beginning. Of, like, he fights them as one-on-one. War. Yeah, I know, and that's it. That's that's all we see. The rest of the movie, he's a kind of worthless. And then he's like in, you know, then he's in the guy in Iron Man at the end of the movie, and that's that's okay. I don't know. I just I, I like the Hulk, and so I like to actually see him do Hulk stuff in the movies. And so um, I was just a little disappointed that he didn't get to do a little bit more in regards to fighting in this movie. And in Infinity War, too. I mean, after he gets his ass kicked at the beginning of the movie, he doesn't really do anything the rest of the movie. So that's just kind of a complaint I have against Hulk. I wish he got to do more. And I don't know if he's going to come come back or not. I guess he's another one that's kind of maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, well, they, they can't do a 
they don't have the rights to do a single Hulk, Hulk movie, so it'll have to be a part of something else. Yeah, which but is confusing can, that they can put him in all these movies, but they can't make him in a single movie. It's just how the rights work. I have literally no idea why or who else how has that them? makes sense. Universal. Oh, okay. It's something like they can Marvel can make it, but like Universal can, like publishes it or something like that or distributes it. So like instead of getting all of the money, Disney would get like fifty percent or seventy percent. Like they wouldn't get they would not get a substantial part of the money. And it's like, well, why the fuck would we do that then? Yeah. Because it's just like right. we're taking all the risk and you're getting you know money out of it. But yeah. I don't know. I think they might bench him until like the next Avengers, which will be like a long time from now. And I think it's like I don't know. I think it'll be pretty interesting to see if they make Spider-Man or someone be the leader. Like I think that would be really cool. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll well, see. What else you got? Uh, let's see. More stuff during the heist. Um, I think it's funny that they went into what is considered the worst Marvel movie. But I don't really think so, but it's probably like it's in the bottom echelon of the dark world. Like they go into that timeline, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, like of all the movies to go back in time to, I was like, really? We're going to go back in time to the second Thor movie. Um, and they bring back Natalie Portman, which was also like, wow, I can't believe they did that. They brought back a lot of people. I never thought that I, we'd see it again. Yeah. Like low key. Whatever happened to her? Did she die? No, they broke up. They like they throw it. They like make a funny joke about it in, um, like Thor Ragnarok. He's like, yeah, it was a, it was she dumped me or like it was a mutual dumping. We both dumped on each other. Like he says something like that, and like that's all that there is basically. Like they broke up because, dude, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Like Natalie Portman has never been a good love interest in a movie. I feel like. Yeah. Right. Like I just put that together. She's sucked in both Thors and star wars but yeah um i don't know uh i like that black i like swan, black swan yeah but that's like that's lesbian love interest yeah and uh, i've never seen it so i can't really comment on it <laughs> um nice uh let's see strange ironic journey from milan to minsk from milan to minsk i thought it was funny whenever thor got the hammer again um, and then he takes it through time, which I was like, holy shit, like, are they, is he really just taking it all the way to the future? But obviously it's set up for, I also thought I was really sick when he like holds both his hands out and he gets like both the axe and Mjolnir. It's like, holy shit, dude, this is so fucking epic. And, yeah. um, also like while I'm on it, I also liked how they called back to the first Avengers where, uh, he charges up Iron Man's suit, basically like Iron Man takes this thing out of his back and Thor strikes him with lightning and it charges him up and he shoots it all at Thanos. I was like, oh my God. Anyway, that was freaking dope. Um, I don't know. Uh, I thought it was cool to see uh, another version of the Avenger scene where like that, where it ends and they're all like, what, what happens afterwards basically? And um, What do you they, mean? I mean, when they go back to the first Avengers movie in 2012, yes. and they okay. we see what happens after. He's like, "All right, let's stop posing like a bunch of jackasses." Like, and um, of course, the America's ass joke was pretty funny. Um, yeah. I, I initially yeah. was like, "What the hell?" And then they they got the payoff there when he fights himself. I was like, "Yeah, that was pretty nice." And I thought it was pretty epic that he was fighting himself too. Yep, that was sick. And then he uses like he's like, "What would be the weakness?" And he's like, "He'd be really shocked if he knew Bucky was alive." And he tells him, <laughs> so. 
thought that was funny. Um, I liked how, oh, yeah, I really liked how he was like, yeah, I can do this all day. And he's like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's tired of himself. Like, I don't know. That was that was really funny. Um, I don't know, dude. I just, I, like, the time high stuff was so quick and so, like, fast-paced and really fun, honestly. It, it wasn't, the rest of the movie is, like, really serious, and it's still, like, fun. But this, the part of that part of the movie was, like, so just, like, high-energy you know, anything goes just like a normal Marvel movie, honestly, like normal Marvel movies aren't that serious. Yeah. But like, I really like that part of the movie, but then we get to the final part and it was just super epic. We finally get to see Spider-Man use the insta kill mode. Um, that was sick. Seeing black Panther do his thing. I was awesome. Seeing Falcon, like stick his wings in the guy to like knock him over basically. And I don't know, just all those heroes finally, like doing action together because they infinity war they do it all like separately fighting thanos and uh we finally get to see them all like strike and finally get to see uh captain say avengers assemble i don't know man really satisfying very i think that's the word i would use to describe is like like giggity like really satisfying like that's how i felt when i saw i was like that was not how i thought i was going to get like the this avengers movie but i really was pretty much satisfied with where everything went, basically. Yeah. Because I liked how... I would say the minimum amount of people they had to kill was, like, two, and they killed two people. And I don't know. I feel like even that's a low number, but they, I would have never expected them to kill the the main and, for a while, the only female person and then the original, like, Iron Man. I would have never expected they killed both of them. Yeah. And, ab- and basically retire the other two, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, back to Thor Dark World scene real quick, because uh, I had a question about it. Na- d- like Rocket is like going to stab Natalie Portman in the back or something. Like does she does she have the Infinity Stone on her in, in her. her? Like it's what in is her. going on? She absorbs it. What? Huh? How? Why? Like in the, it's in the second Thor movie, but basically she sees it, and like an idiot, she gets closer to it, and it like like an alien virus or something gets inside of her. Oh, wow. And they basically, they have to do like some sort of magic thing. And, uh, it takes like the whole movie to get the stone out of her. And then I guess they messed up that reality. So that reality doesn't have that anymore. So that's weird. I don't know how they, that reality goes, but yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And then this is kind of related to, I, I didn't quite understand some of the time travel aspects of it to it because I know they basically explained it to where it's like, hey, it's a time travel movie, but it doesn't work like other time travel movies to where we're affecting the past, present, and future mm-hmm. in different ways. Um, and so I kind of got lost in that because I thought Tony didn't want to do it because basically if he did it and they fixed everything, he wouldn't have his daughter. But somehow they fixed everything and he still ended up having the same daughter. Like, how did that work? He I was worried I, that when he he was worried that when they got the stones and they did the snap, it wouldn't be able to like it would have to all or nothing, basically. What do you mean all or nothing? Like it would have to go. They would have to revert everything back to the way it was five years ago. So like everyone's alive again, even people that died. And then everyone was bo- that was born since then or anything that's happened since then is basically undone. He didn't want yeah. that to happen. He wanted like the time thing. And that and, ended up not happening. That wasn't the case. They, yeah. Like the, the fucking Dr. Strange bald lady, like basically disproved that theory. Is that what, is that what happened there? Uh, 
I think it was more it was more like he knew it was going to work that way or he had a pretty good idea of how it was going to work but like they do the time heist right his his worry wasn't the heist itself where like if they went back in time and they did all this stuff like it would change things his worry was the actual snapping like how that would work that's what he wanted like that's why he tells hulk he's like remember don't take anything away just bring everything that we lost back Oh, like okay. that's where the worry in him is. Is like when he does the snap, like when Hulk does the snapping, and the snap ended up working anyway. Yeah. Okay. And then um, we've kind of talked about ScarJo sacrificing herself, and now we're kind of talking about you know filling the holes of the time travel. So this kind of brings me to Gamora. So Gamora originally sacrifices herself. Um, you know, well, not sacrifices herself. Thanos sacrifices her for the Soul Stone, and then. That kind of gets undone because, you know, the Avengers have to get the Soul Stone, so uh, ScarJo gets sacrificed, and that's how Hawkeye gets the Soul Stone. In that world. So, in that world. Yeah. So, hang, hang on, hang on. So, um, it undoes it in that world, and they put all the stones back so everything goes back to normal, so that just means that Gamora and ScarJo are both sacrificed and both gone forever because we see Chris Pratt searching for Gamora there at the end of the movie when Thor walks up. Do you not think that Guardian, Guardians 3 might have a search for Gamora like plotline in it? No, it will, but it'll, it'll be searching for that like that alternate version of her, not like the the real one. The real one doesn't exist. The real one can't exist because like that stone that had her in it is destroyed. Okay, so they're going to try to get the 2014 version yeah. of Gamora that doesn't know him yet, and he's going to have to get her to refall in love with him. Based on like what this movie does and like what I think makes sense, I think that's the only way because the other one is gone forever. There's no bringing her back. You'd have to okay. bring back a different version of her. Okay. Well, I guess that kind of answers my question there. And then you already kind of touched on this, but um, so this movie, the, what makes this movie even you know more epic too is just the fact that. I've kind of touched on this on previous movies. Like this is probably the most audible movie I've ever seen in the fact that everyone in the theater is making noise. Yeah. Even myself, I'm making noise. Like there's multiple times where I was like gasping or I was like, Oh no, like, Oh shit. Or like, woo, like, you know, like getting my white girl woo on, like <laughs> have, having a good old time. At um, what times? Like when? Um, so like when all the women got together for like the women's rights, Thing. like yeah. whenever it was like captain marvel scar joe and like the black panther ladies like when all of them attacked at the same time like me and like the girl from work that came with us we were all like woo, like yeah like go girls like <laughs> and i like screamed out like 19th amendment in the middle of the theater and like they all started laughing and so um <clears throat> so like that was a really cool moment um the very like literally the very beginning of the movie we already talked about it where Hawkeye's family turns to dust I like literally the very beginning I'm already like oh shit like this is already crazy um, and then the biggest like moment was the reveal like whenever Captain America is like you know fighting Thanos uh -huh. and he's like beat the crap and then all of a sudden like he you know he's beat the crap he's already getting tired and now Thanos like brings out his whole army and you're just like, okay, well cap could definitely die here. Like I can see that happening. And next thing you know, all you hear is like, Hey, like, whoa, is anybody there? Like, Hey, I'm on your left. And you're like, Oh shit. That was a and, sick like, way to bring him back. 
yeah you're like oh falcon's back and then you see the portals and like everybody kind of like i'm getting chills just talking about it right now like the portal like everybody comes back and you just start screaming for each hero that comes back and like the fact that black panther was first like everybody in the theater's like oh oh and so everybody's like screaming wakanda i'm screaming t'challa like we're all freaking out um so that was really epic like i'm literally getting chills like just talking about it so that's how epic it was and then my favorite one because again, when they show everybody, like when they reveal everybody, but then like when they reveal Spider-Man, like I almost started crying. Like I was so happy to have T'Challa and Peter back. And so, and then like you said, when everybody comes together and they just have that shot of just all the heroes on that dark planet, and he says Avengers Assemble. I mean, that's like the ultimate, like you know, come your pants moment. Yeah, and, I got I got goosebumps on that one. I like yeah. I, I I looked like a like you know. A generic African American like basketball team, just you know, someone just dunked all over the opposition. Like I, I was doing that thing, you know, where my arms are spread and my mouth is open. I was doing yeah. that when he caught the hammer. I was like, oh my god, finally! <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh board. yeah, that was the other moment. Yeah, Captain America, Captain America using the hammer was very epic, very big moment. Yeah, and then Thor's like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, because he made it giggle in uh, Ultron. He yeah. made it giggle in Ultron, and then he wasn't worthy of it because he knew Bucky killed Tony's parents, and his conscience was all clouded. And then once he was all cleared up in this movie, he was able to use the hammer. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, uh, I guess we should get to like, what do you think about the death at the end of it? No, before we do that, just because I I still got another uh, one last note here is the fact that. Um, It happened twice in the movie, and the second time it happens, you know, it kind of leads into what you're talking about. Um, But the first time, and maybe it happens elsewhere too, but like the one I had the problem with is when it's uh, 2014 Thanos coming back in, and he and they like they've got the glove, and I, you know, that explosion happened from Thanos' ship or whatever, and it's like Captain America, Thor, and um, I guess Iron Man. Yeah. You're fighting Thanos three on one. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, like, hopefully they'll, like, kick his ass here. Like, there's three of them. He doesn't have the stones yet. And I literally hate it. They have him outnumbered three to one, and they all attack at the same time, but that lasts, like, five seconds, and somehow he gets it to where they only attack one at a time. And, I, like, I just can't stand that. Like, you know, if you just keep attacking him three at a time, like, you, you're bound to get him at least once right like why does it like why do they attack one at a time like i can't stand that i don't think that's true dude (laughs) what do you mean i don't think that's true what how is that not like if you're saying that he can hold off three people every single time like nobody's gonna stab him in the back once no i think they do it i think they do attack him all together for more than the very beginning and then he like he like hits him off and then they all start attacking him one at a time after that Mm. And, and yeah they might get moments where two of them come in but still like the fact that they struggled so much during that fight kind of frustrated me and then at the end of the movie it kind of happens again to where like you know whenever like for example like peter has the glove you know the the gauntlet like everybody sees him and like everybody's helping him like get away and like get to the next part like everybody's there like you know pepper and valkyrie and like, everyone's helping out. Everyone's active, even though, like, they're in the middle of this epic battle. And then right when it gets to the end where they're all, like, fighting Thanos and he has the glove and he's about to snap, 
And they keep attacking him one at a time. It's like, where did everybody go? Where is everybody at? Why are we doing this one at a time? And then, of course, it worked out because Tony did the super sick, like, glove switcheroo. But, like, I don't know. Up until that moment, I was like, why? Like, why one at a time? Like, where is everybody at? Like, what's everybody doing right now? Man, I don't. Does that make I'm it's, talking about it's making sense in this in the fact that I understand what you're saying. I just don't feel that way. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think I don't think they're attacking one at a time. But they like they are like where's Pepper? Where's War Machine? Where's Spider Man? Where's Valkyrie? Where's they all, all the girls stack up and they clear a path for Captain Marvel? Okay, I'm talking about when Thanos has the glove at the end, though. That is the end. What do you mean? Like, they all stack up to, like, basically protect and mm-hmm. get the glove across the field or whatever. They mm-hmm. all stack up, and then they encounter all the army of Thanos. So they get, like, mm-hmm. they're getting distracted by that until it's just her. And as just her, he intercepts that, and then he fights her. Then, after that, uh, Thor, and, yeah. Thor and Captain America attack him at the same time because they're trying to... It's kind of a weird. I can't. I can't like describe the hand motions, but they're some way they're trying to force the axe through his neck, basically. Yeah. Because there's some sort of, I don't know, kung fu business going on there. So th- mm-hmm. they're attacking him at the same time, and then, and then it's just Iron Man. Yeah. So where is everybody at when it's just Iron Man? They just got defeated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like they're all just hanging out, but you know. I don't know, man. I don't. I, I mean, I guess I can see how that would be frustrating, but I did not feel that way. I've seen it twice, yeah. and I didn't. I don't know. I never got the grasp of like, okay, now we're gonna attack them one at a time, so we can be as dumb about this as possible. I thought it was more of like he kind of makes his way through all of them, and then yeah. there's only a couple left because there's. Because Ant Man's turning the his car on, hot wiring it with the Wasp, and then he beats yeah. down Cap and Thor at the same time. Yeah. And Spider Man gets swallowed up by all the little whatever things. Yeah. How did you feel about the fact that we're getting another smashy, smashy two big armies attacking each other? Uh, see, this time it worked. I don't know. Like, they, they're smashy, smashy army. Like, as soon as they did, I was like, oh, here we go. Big, big army fight. Uh, but I don't know. They made theirs more entertaining because, I mean, they had, you know, most of their fighters are like, you know, superheroes. Like, it's not just like, you know, uh, nameless faces. You know, there's, there's big names out there. Um, so yeah, it worked. I mean, the movie, like, is, yeah, pretty amazing. Now the question is, where does the uh, the legacy of this movie stand? I mean, is it the the best Marvel movie? Is it uh, in your top five of movies all time? Like every movie you've ever seen? Like where where's kind of the, like the legacy and the rating of this movie? Well, we need to do a ranking one day. Uh, yeah, like, like I said in person, just because I think that'll take so long, and I feel like it'd be better if we were looking at each other or just interacting with a person. <laughs> Just because that's a yeah. long time to be talking. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I assuredly say it's, like, top three for sure, if not number one. Uh, I got to think about it some more, and I'll probably see it again at, towards the very end of it being in theaters. But, 
Yeah, because I mean, that's the that's like really the. I almost wish I could go back and someone could tell me, but not spoil it. Be like, you know, don't just think of this as like another movie. Don't think of it as like a sequel to Infinity War because Infinity War is so like just bam, 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 like action, 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 like nonstop, like jokes and like it's fun and it just keeps going like there really isn't a lot of like slow talking moments and stuff so like if you're expecting that from in game you're gonna get disappointed until the last hour and a half or so or i guess from when they start to go to the highest until tony dies because it is like way slower yeah i don't know if i like that more or less because i do like because I initially made the comparison of it in Godfather, which I think is kind of accurate because Godfather is a slow movie and it's long, but it's also awesome. So I don't – sometimes it's, it can be pulled off in a good way, and I think this movie pulls it off in a good way. I just don't know if I prefer that over a movie that's 30 minutes shorter and is you know just it's just a faster-paced film. Yeah, I, I kind of keep thinking about that too. I'm like, yo, like – I don't know. I feel like this movie's so epic. It almost like maybe it's just me, but it almost like discredits Infinity War for me to where I'm just like, oh, like I don't, I don't know. You're just like that's just part one. Like part two, like wraps everything up. So it's like who cares about part one anymore? But I, I don't know. It's kind of a weird way of thinking, but um, and it's just it's like just the way know, I think about it. I mean, how many like how many movies where because this is basically like the third one, you know, the 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 third in a trilogy, basically. Because, you know, you have Infinity War, you have this, and then you have the first Avengers, because most people don't even count the second one because it doesn't really tie in as well. But, like, if you just look at, like, movies that are, like, how many can you say the third one is the best in a trilogy, you know? Like, yeah. Rush Hour 3 sucks compared to the other two. Back to the Future 3 sucks compared to the other two. X-Men 3 sucks compared to the other two. Spider-Man 3 pretty pretty much sucks compared to the other two. <laughs> Superman 3. A lot of blasphemy there, but yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I think it's... I mean, Spider-Man 3 is the best movie ever made. I mean, I think you were thinking more like maybe like Naked Gun 3 or Whoa, maybe... Naked Gun's great. But the third one is still uh, funny, but not as good as the first two. We'll have to go back and watch them, but like, I don't know, just right now thinking about it, I'm like, they're all about the same to me, honestly. Like, if, yeah. if, if the other two are 10s and 3 is like a 9, like, it's... I don't know. Maybe they're not tens, but you know what I mean. Like they're very close. Yeah, but, but maybe that's just because we've seen them so many times. Like it's almost refreshing to see anything else. Yeah, but yeah, no, I this uh, Infinity War is epic. I still think Avengers One is epic. Uh, but yeah, this Civil movie War to me, Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, I want to go back and watch Winter Soldier again. I still I don't like Civil War that much. I don't know why. It's always the middle. It's always the middle that loses me. The beginning and end are fine. It's just the middle part that I get bored. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would say I don't know how where I would place this movie, and I don't know where it, I guess it com- compares against Infinity War. I guess one of these days I'm just going to sit down and I kind of want to watch both those movies like back to back. Take a whole day, dude. Um, <laughs> if it's taking you yeah, four hours to watch a two and an hour and twenty minute movie, it's going to take yeah. you like the whole day. That'd be a great day, though. Um, probably start in the morning and have it done by bed, bedtime. But yeah, um, I, I would like to kind of watch those two movies back to back whenever they, I guess, are released, and I can do that. Um, I know Infinity War is out, but I don't, I don't have it, and I don't feel like watching it again until it's on Netflix, dude. Out. 
Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. But like I'm saying, I don't feel like watching it again until I can watch Endgame right after it. Yeah. And I don't like Endgame still in theater, and I just I'll wait a little bit. But yeah, I would like to kind of compare those two a little bit more, see them back to back, and see you know I guess where it, it ranks Endgame in terms of all time, but. I don't know, just in terms of like movies, just, uh, I mean, how epic it is and how, how long of a process it's been. Like, it's just so easy to put this movie, like, in my top five or top ten, like, movies all time, you know, putting movies it up there. Movies in general, like, wow. Yeah, like, The Dark Knight, Goodfellas, Godfather, like, it's, I don't know how it can't be in that realm. Like, I don't know, like, 22 movies and uh, 10 or 11 years of doing it. Like, it's just, and it's just a huge bow. Like, I don't know. Like, how can you pass up on it? It just ties everything up. All right. Well, we should talk about, like, what do you think about the death specifically? Like, the wrapping up of everything. Uh, I mean, it was super sad. I mean, I cried like a baby for, like, the last, like, 30 minutes of the movie or whatever with, you know, Robert Downey Jr. dying. Um, or Tony Stark. I always call him by their actor names. But, yeah, Tony Stark. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I cried like a baby the whole time he was dead. I couldn't believe... Um, the the fact that he died like i don't know it's just so sad just because he's so perfect as that role and i get he's not doing it anymore um i don't know it's just like you feel so attached to him you just feel like mm-hmm. you've been a part of it for so long to see him die is just like oh man and uh you know felt bad for pepper and you know his family because he finally had like a family he was finally pretty much out the game and then you know he ended up saving the universe and he's the one who got it all started and he's the one who ends it all. So I think it was really fitting. Um, like, I mean, literally it was just like the best moment, him doing the glove switch and going, you know, I am Iron Man and just, you know, dusting him. Yeah. I don't know. It was like the most epic ending ever. And it'd be so sweet. Like, I don't know. I feel like I would have been okay with it either way. Like if he would have been able to do that and live and maybe been like crippled or if he would have like, or the way they did do it, where he like died. I mean, I would have been okay with it either way, uh, mm-hmm. just because it was so sad to like see him die. And then I've heard a rumor um, that you know um, everybody, like not everybody, but a you know a few hardcore fans pointed out that um, one of the you know the kid at the funeral was the same kid from Iron Man Three. Yeah. And uh, the clanging that you hear at the ending of the end credit scene of the Iron Man clanging stuff that. Yeah. You know, basically that kid's going to be the next Iron Man is kind of a rumor out there. Have you heard that? Well, that's, or- a, that's the same audio from the very first Iron Man movie when he's making his first suit. Yeah, I know. Um, but people are, yeah, you know, they're, just they're kind of sp- making that leap. They're like, speculating there. I'd rather the daughter, honestly, than some just random kid who was in one movie. You'd rather his daughter be Iron Man, Iron yeah. Woman? Yeah, I'd rather that, honestly. Because I, I, be- I don't know, I can believe it more, you know. She's grown up with this stuff in her in her life the whole time, as opposed to this one kid who had a month stay with him. You know, I'd rather yeah. that. Yeah, but I, yeah, I liked how they, I liked how they had the thing from the first movie proof that Tony Stark has a heart. That was freaking. Thanks for yeah. punching me right in the stomach. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, I, it's pretty pathetic. But I, you know, I saw the movie. I thought about it a long time. And then I saw it again yesterday, and I was pretty much just as sad watching him die. Like, I still was not able to, like, I was still very emotional about it. And um, I even noticed, like, other things that made it even sadder. Is like, I don't know. I don't know if I need to go back and watch and see. But, like, the acting in the very end of the movie is, like, really good. Like, phenomenal. Uh, I didn't pick it up on the first time because I was so caught up in him dying. Mm-hmm. But um, 
you know, he talks about like time travel. He's like, yeah, I could just throw this into the lake and we could go to bed and I could, I could rest and it'd be all good. And then Pepper's like, you know, you would never be able to rest if you knew there was a way to save him. And then, you know, at the very end when he's dying, like her last words to him are like, you can rest now. And I was like, oh my God. So I like, I saw that tie together. Um, and then, uh, like little things like just when a happy is, uh, John Favreau is uh, talking to the daughter yeah. and they're talking about like cheeseburgers. You can see like his face is like quivering and, uh, I don't know. I've never seen him. Like he's never really been a big part of any movie that I've seen. So like, I didn't know he could act that well, but that made me even sadder. Cause I was like, good Lord, that's good job. That's a good job there. Yeah. And, um, same thing with Hawkeye when he's talking about like, uh, wishing like she could see it or whatever. Like his face is shaking too. Like I don't know, just like really good job acting. Like I've never seen those actors act that well. And uh, well, they are good actors. I don't know what the hell DC's doing. <laughs> See, they have good actors. They just can't write, or I don't know, they can't pick no, a direction. They can't direct them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like uh, I don't know. I liked how they finally gave Cap the happy ending um, and retired him basically. Uh, yeah. Which brings me Black to my... Captain America. Yes. Do you, so do you like him or Bucky being it? Do you like it more Sam? I like it more Sam, dude. Yeah, Sam's where it's at. All right, yeah. I, I could have gone either way, but so, I was satisfied. Like Sam, Sam doesn't have the super serum, though, right? He's just a regular human. Yeah. So how is that going to work? I don't know. They could give him some of that Black Panther stuff. I have literally no idea. Who knows? Nope. Hopefully they do that. Like, I don't know. Because I feel like they're gonna have to give him something. Like I, I feel like it's he's another one. It's kind of been kind of borderline BS that he's like been doing this, you know, doing all this shit as just a regular human. But I know he mostly relies on shooting gadgets. and wings yeah. and stuff. Yeah, gadgets and like being a sidekick. But you know, especially now if he's gonna take over like Captain America, I feel like they're gonna need to kind of get him something like more on the playing field, which whether that be the super serum or like you said, the the Black Panther magic. Um but yeah, I feel like if he's gonna continue doing that, he's gonna need something just because otherwise it's not gonna to me make a, a lot of sense and ideally it would make him kinda useless on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I like that's my my biggest problem with it is the, like by like a long shot my biggest problem with it is I really wish it was kind of the last one or something like that because now they have a time machine you know they use it at the very end so they know how to work it still um, so like how do they have any problems you know yeah that's like that's my problem with I, I like it for this movie because you know it's the ultimate problem they need the ultimate solution and they they do it you know and I would be fine with that being the ending because then at what point, what challenges you if you can do time travel, you know? They're going to have to find some clever way to get out of that because I don't see how anyone has, you know, you could go through any of the Marvel movies and be like, here's the problem, and you could just go use the time machine and you would solve it. Yeah. So I don't don't like that. I'm sure it'll be like, oh, it's going to melt our minds if we overuse it. We have to do this in the present or i don't know they'll make something up or maybe it kills every or maybe it just like kills everyone who's used it <laughs> that would be yeah cool. that or they start altering things so much to where all the realities get messed up and you know nothing is functioning properly or they've got something some kind of equilibrium off balance or something stupid like that yeah but i mean yeah i don't know just figure some not dumb way to make that happen 
and I'll be good. Um, but yeah, phenomenal movie. Fuego for sure. Oh yeah, um, definitely give it a Fuego. Um, well, again, do you do you feel comfortable putting it in your top five or top ten all time? I don't think you ever really said that. Top ten all time for sure. Top five. Top five. No. I'd have to think. It, has, it all comes down: is it is it better than Infinity War or not? Because Infinity War is in the top five, you know. Okay, so what's your top five then? I, As a, I I'd have to think about it, but I go. I like to have genre. You know, I don't just pick my top five. I kind of just pick the one I like best in each genre. If that makes any sense. Hmm. So I'd pick like The Dark Knight. I'd pick Infinity War. I'd pick, I don't know, maybe like Anchorman or something like that for comedy, or like maybe Wedding Crashers. Um, yeah. Maybe something like Inception for like a thriller sort of thing. Um, yeah, I don't know, something like that. And then, I don't know, maybe throw a naked gun in there for just like silly, ridiculous comedy. or Yeah, like that, that would be like somewhere around my top five. Yeah, um, I would say, <sighs> I don't know, it, just, it wasn't anything I expected, and it blew me away, um, and at the same time, like, I don't know, it was, again, so epic and so built up, it almost, like, I was like, really, that was it? And then I'm like, but who could have done better? Like, who, who's going to make a better movie than that? Like, it's like the ultimate superhero movie, and, like... I, I just hope DC saw that movie and they just went like, yeah, we like suck. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta start <laughs> real movies here. Like we can't just get by with the shit that we're doing because it's you know. Dude, look uh, at that movie and then look at Justice League, and they're supposed yeah. to be the same thing. Ass, you know, it's, it's pathetic. But I don't want them. That's like what I'm scared about. Is I'm like, don't you know. Don't do time travel and don't do a three-hour movie. You know, let's let's do some safer things. Let's do you know, no time travel and like a two two and a half maybe hour movie, and make try to make that work first before you you know jump all the way up there. Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> all right, you got anything else? Glad we saw it. Uh, yeah, I was gonna do the uh, the rap review, but I'm just glad we finally saw it. I'm glad I got to see it as early as I did. Cannot wait for Spider-Man Two now. I'm it's rock hard. I'm assuming Spider-Man Two is gonna take place in the present now, based on kind of what we've seen in this movie. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think that's why they blurred out his passport is because it takes place in 2023. Okay. Which yeah. is technically okay. the present in the movies. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I think that'll be pretty sweet. I mean, we saw Nick Fury back. Uh, I think somebody brought up the point, too. They were like, they're like, you know, how do they pay all these actors? Like, I know they make a dick ton of money, but they have to pay all these people so much money, too. And it's like, you know, we've got to thinking about it. How much does Sam Jackson get paid for in-game? You know, does he get paid per movie? Does he just have like a kind of a salary contract at this point? Because like, he was in the movie for like two seconds. I think the know, way so <laughs> I think the way they do it is you sign a like you sign a literal like 10 film deal for like 20 million or something like some some like ridiculous amount of money and then i think you get you know maybe like a couple of probably not sam jackson but maybe like iron man he probably got like some points on it you know like the movie made a bunch of money so i get like a percentage of that i think that's what happened with him and then i think with like sam jackson it's like yeah we're gonna sign you for 10 10 movie deal some of them you might be in it for 30 minutes some of them you might be in it for five seconds but you have to be in it yeah i think that's what they do for them and then like people like uh you know i think marissa tomei and like colby smolders i think they probably just do you know like 
the same thing but less money obviously i don't i don't know how it works i think they had an article on like what the salaries were i didn't really want to look at it because it was like i'm sure it's a ridiculous amount of money and i don't i will be upset <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean they're making the best and the most popular movies so they probably should make a lot of money i guess yeah pretty much that's another thing is yeah, like, i was I'm thinking right about i was thinking about like during this movie i was like i was so emotional i was like so like invested and like I was just so excited to see it. And it is kind of sad that I didn't really, I never really felt anything like that in Star Wars. You know? Oh, what in Star Wars? Just, you know, I was, I've never been, like, I haven't never been, but, you know, since the prequels, like, 7, 8, Solo, Rogue One, I haven't really been that invested in it, you know? It just, okay. it, it just sucks that, like, I don't know, to me, it sucks that, that there aren't, moments where the whole crowd is like cheering or whatever whenever like someone grabs a lightsaber or something you know i just i wish that was more common in movies in general but especially star wars okay i don't know that's just my thought no i feel you bro but hey i mean don't be shitting on star wars you know may the fourth be with you your 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 aura and your force powers are gonna be off dude maybe i am maybe this movie like maybe the ninth movie will be super like just epic and sick and have tons of surprises and reveals and then like maybe when the next one comes out after that everyone will be really hyped and we'll have like that big moment of watching it i god i hope so um i don't get i don't know the, the more i think about it too is like again these star wars movies are great but like they it's almost getting to the point where they're they're kind of hurting themselves. Like, do you, do, you, I don't, do you feel where I'm going with that? Like, they're they're almost kind of making too many movies at this point, and they're not necessarily getting better. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, I think it is like that because it's not. I just think it's not diverse enough to where you can come out with more than one a year, and even one a year is kind of a little too much, maybe because with Marvel you can have all these different characters, and they can have all these different personalities, and they can be about ants or they can be in the universe or all this stuff and then like star wars it's always you know jedi force hope rebellion fuel you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i mean that's kind of like the greatest things ever though like that's that's what i look for in every movie is like is there going to be hope like are we going to rebel is there going to be fuel? fuel yeah of course yeah, we, need, we need to fuel up if we're going to rebel but um yeah i don't know because i love the i love the seventh movie the eighth movie to me was epic but still kind of almost a, a step a step it was like epic and a step back at the same time so i hope the ninth movie like kills it and you know if they want to have nostalgia moments hopefully they're epic and they just have all the shit they tie it all up and then they're done and they just get off of it like keep making star wars movies, but just get off of uh this timeline so mm -hmm. We'll see, and now I'm interested to see where Marvel's going to head with, with their timeline. Um, you know, are they going to... Because we're going to have Spider-Man 2, and then we don't really know what's after that still, right? Yeah, we really don't. We speculate it's going to be like Black or Black Widow. It'll probably be a prequel. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, so, there, so Black Widow might still happen, but obviously at this point it'd have to be a prequel. Yeah, or it could be in that five-year gap. Could be in that five-year gap. Yeah, she might be kicking ass during that five years. That'd be dope. Okay. Yeah. So Spider-Man 2, Black Widow, um, maybe Guardians 3 with Thor. Guardians 3 for Thor is really like like 100% happening. 
Um, With Thor, though, that's 100%. I know Guardians 3 is happening, but, like, Thor is, like, for sure going to be in it. I know it's, like, they say as Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was pretty funny, but, like... To me, if they're going to bring back uh, James Gunn, who directed the other ones, and they put Thor in the beginning of his movie, he'd have to sign off on it. Um, So, like, him being in there is pretty much, like, a guarantee. Because there's no way that the director would be like... Yeah, you can put whatever character you want at the end of Endgame, and I'll just write them out. You know, like I think he would want them in there, or he wouldn't. And like, why wouldn't you? Because they're such a great combo. They're so funny. Yeah, him and Chris Pratt are really good together, and yeah, and him and Rocket are good together. So yeah, I'm really, I'm excited for all of that. So I'm excited to see where they go with it, and I'm, I'm still like jizzing my pants for Spider-Man 2, though. Like I, I'm, I'm so, I'm more hyped for it. I feel like I'm more hyped for it than I was Endgame, and I don't know why, but. It's going to be a lot more fun, a lot more fast-paced. Yeah, true. And then I'm just interested to see Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, and then I'm just interested to see Spider- Oh, that was another epic moment for me that I almost started crying about is whenever uh, Peter and Ned see each other in the hallway, like, after Tony's dead. Yeah. Oh, like, man, it was just, like, so, like, back to the grind, but you're, like, depressed. I don't know. Like, it was very very sad moment but it was also really good to like see him you know reunited with ned mm. since ned had, um i guess ned had turned to dust right yeah they didn't they both didn't age so i guess they both were dusted yeah th- yeah they both yeah well i knew peter was dusted. i forgot about that but yeah they, yeah they were both dusted anyway do you have any uh final thoughts no dude i think we said it all i mean i'll probably say some more stuff if we do like our end of the year rewards or something but other than that yeah, I was going to say, I mean, this is this the first Fuego movie we've had of the year? Is this the first movie this year that we've hands down given a Fuego? Well, yeah. Yeah, it definitely is, but we also haven't reviewed that many movies. Well, we both yeah. gave we both gave Spider- Well, no, that came out in December. Never mind. Spider-Verse? Oh, yeah. yeah. So We saw it in January, but it came out in December, so technically. Yeah, technically. Yeah, I guess I can't think of another one, but yeah, I don't think I've seen another movie this year that I would consider Fuego. So right now, uh, Endgame is front runner for uh, you know movie of the year uh, on our show, and then uh, we'll see where Spider Man Two stacks up. We'll see where Episode Nine, and then all the uh, all the crap in between. I mean, we've got Hobbs and Shaw coming up. That's probably going to be epic. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. All right, man. What do you want to talk about for a wrap? Uh, so I was pulling it up, and there's too many lines, and uh, just every time I was trying to read it, I wasn't really able to respond to you. So I figured I'd just save it for the next episode. I'll just save it for when we talk about basketball. I don't really have anything else for uh, this episode. All right, but I was going to say just one uh, line I really liked in uh, uh, freaking Rainy Days that I just like picked up on uh, when Eminem's talking. It's like super small, but I love how he's like, uh, Dre told me to rock the boat, and the dock is my pier. Like I always love that. I don't know. That like really, I really yeah, like that. That is so dope. I like, forgot about that. He's so good, man. So good. <laughs> I know. I know. He's got like endless. I don't know how he comes up with those because for, it's got to the point where the last couple of years where he's just like he never runs out of those kind of lines where it's like, um, I, I guess a double entendre or triple entendre. Double on- yeah, double, triple entendre, homonyms. I feel like I've been seeing, I've been reading like on, I don't even know what homonym is anymore, but I'm like reading it on here on homicide. Like it's breaking down like a whole verse. He's got, and they're like, yeah, he like uses all these different homonyms to describe like Jay Z and A Rod and the Yankees and 
the gig is up and like Jigga and like this and that. Like it's like, oh my God, there's so much there, like so much to break down that I couldn't uh, couldn't keep up with all of it. But um, Homicide, I definitely like the song. Again, I kind of mentioned earlier, I wish they would have made a song sooner. Um, and I guess Logic's like making a ton of music. Like he made the uh, that Bobby Bobby Tarantino two mixtape, and then he like dropped an album called Supermarket, or it was a mixtape. I don't know. I never heard of it. Like I just saw it on Spotify one day. Like I feel like there was no like press or like uh, like release info around it. Like I don't know like what happened there. And now he's got this other al- album about to come out. And he's already dropped three singles from it, and this was the third single. So I'm assuming the album's probably coming as soon as. Um, next friday if um he's already dropped a third single this past friday and like i said it was with with eminem and it was it was epic um they rap really freaking fast i'd be interested now that they've done this i kind of hope they do another song to where maybe they don't necessarily try to rap as fast as they can maybe Mm -hmm. just make like a a different song and i'm interested to see still waiting on this joiner lucas album that's going to have you know Eminem on it uh you know apparently telling a storytelling song and whatever and like you know showing an M that you haven't seen in a while or you know all this hype that Joyner's giving it so like I really like waiting for that song and that album to come out I don't know when the hell that's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah uh what would you give it would you give it like a Fuego the song uh the song yeah sure uh, yeah i give it a fuego just because i mean you know I, I wouldn't say it's like the best song ever but i really like it like i have no complaints about it just because they both like they both come with the bars like they i mean I, they don't necessarily have to rap fast I, I i appreciate the lyrics more than i do like the speed mm-hmm. um but they have really great lyrics and they do them at a fast speed so yeah i i, I appreciate it and i think the beat's pretty good and i do love the uh chris D'Elia, uh, thing at the end where it's like making you know where it's, it's Leah making fun of Eminem and Eminem put it at the end of the song like I think that's hilarious so you know it's good it's good it's good you give it a fuego or what do you give it I'd have to listen to it more I'd I'd give it like a mad decent right now it's just I can't absorb it in one listen as fast as they're rapping yeah no yeah the first time I heard it I was like geez man and then I like played it for Gamble last night and I picked up on a bunch of stuff and then I picked up on more whenever i heard you listening to it so yeah the more you listen to it you know the better it gets you you just pick up on new lines and you can kind of understand understand it more just because that first listen you're just like trying to keep up and it's impossible mm. all right dude well let's uh let's wrap all it right. up well another classic in the books make sure you like comment subscribe tell us what you thought of avengers um you know if you're one of those people that spoiled it f you um and then uh, you know, again, like, comment, subscribe to the Decent Show. We're going to be having more content coming out. Be on the lookout for uh, the next basketball episode. We're going to try to get Gamble back in here one of these days. Uh, but right now, they are uh, they're working that man, so we don't get to, they don't we don't get to see his sweet ass as much as we used to. So hopefully, we'll get him on a episode soon. He uh, produced the last one. Go check out uh, his music bit at the beginning of the end. The pretty Fuego uh, for Reagan Horton. I'm Ryan Money. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you later.
Good thing that worked. So you do have superpowers. We could be a team. We gonna get fame, money. Don't forget the bitches. There's not gonna be fame and there's not gonna be bitches. Okay, I didn't ask for any of this. I just want to be like everybody else. That isn't what your parents wanted for you. You're not my father. But I love you like your father did. I believe in you like your father did. I had sex with your mother just like your father did.